0: Greetings, and welcome to the Get Hiking Southeast podcast. I'm Joe Miller, and I'll be leading this adventure. Why me? Why am I at the front of the pack? Well, for the last decade or so, I've been leading hikes and backpack trips in the Southeast, and for nearly three decades, I've been writing about adventure in the region as a newspaper columnist, guidebook author, and as a blogger. Our focus in the Get Hiking Southeast podcast is telling the stories of the hikers and the trails, especially those lesser-known trails in the southeastern United States. temperature hit seven degrees for the first time not only this year, but since November. That's four months. Needless to say, I grabbed the recorder, headed out to one of my favorite trails in search of spring. Here's the result. And apologies in advance for the sound quality. I'm still trying to figure out how to work this field recorder. Thanks for your patience. stop what you're doing and close your eyes. Now, picture the perfect day outside. Picture what that looks like. Likely there's not a cloud in the sky. It's likely the bluest sky you can imagine. A sky that has zero moisture in it. A sky that is so crisp and so blue that you just, you couldn't even imagine it in your wildest dreams. You're probably picturing a temperature of around 70 you're probably picturing a slight breeze blowing across your face. You close your eyes and you get this sense of um, sense of orange just covering your face, covering your, your eyelids. This would be the sun warming your face. These would be leaves that are crunching under your feet. This would be the perfect day to be outside. And that is what we have today. Here on February 24th at Eno River State Park in Durham, North Carolina, where we are playing hooky. I looked at the weather app, and the weather app said high of 71 also said that it hadn't been 71 degrees since November. So that's nearly four months without a temperature of above 70, which that just flat out doesn't happen in the southeast. Typically, we get what is called the spring thaw. Usually occurs mid-January. We'll have a week of weather where it gets up into the 70s. Well, low 70s, maybe top 70, but stays consistently in the 60s at least for um, for a week or so. It's a balm that reminds you that winter isn't forever. That um, it's going to end. That the end is nigh. Even if you've got you know, eight weeks left. Even if the calendar suggests that winter isn't going to be over anytime soon. You know Nature knows. It's ending. We didn't have that this year. And it was... It was um, it was a little surprising. In the 20-some years I've lived in the southeast, it's the first time I can remember temperatures that consistently were in the 40s, top 50 every once in a while, overnight lows in the upper 20s, consistently. And, I believe, a little more rain than usual. So... It was such a delight when I saw this app. Actually, I can't take credit for this. I did see that it was going to be 70. I had a bunch of work to do. I got a call from my wife. She said, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you need to do, but you need to get out. You need to just drop what you're doing. You need to leave. You need to get out and spend as much time outside today as you possibly can. And she was, of course, right. And that is what I'm doing. I am outside. I am now standing in a field of well, it's not a field. It's like a, it's like a throw carpet size area of running cedar, which is the one sign of green that's around this area. Everything else, it's pretty much. There's a few ferns. Mostly, though, it is uh, that mottled mix of gray and brown leaf litter bunch of gray tree trunks. Um, not a lot of color, but again, the sky is so blue that tends to make you forget all that. But this little, this little explosion of green that I'm in the middle of, ah, so nice. So, so nice. We ...don't serve the function of providing burst of power... To- at them, and you think, nope, those legs aren't supplying a burst of power. I am grateful that they are able to get me out in the woods like this. Most grateful. But, yeah. It takes a little bit more to get me into shorts than, than it used to. And that's okay. But I am so glad I'm in them right now. Right now, so, I should also mention that I'm not the only one that had this idea, or I guess I should say my wife wasn't the only one who had this idea of dropping everything and getting out. The area that I'm hiking, while this is a, you know, River State Park is a popular state park. It is um, where I am is actually kind of a secondary entrance to the park. There's no parking area. It's roadside parking. Gravel Road, Yeah. It's on the website, but you actually kind of have to know it's here. So it tends to attract a little more ardent um, people who love the outdoors. And, whoops. So I pulled up to the trailhead, and I was the 10th car. I don't think I've ever seen that. Looking for signs of spring. It's still very definitely winter. At least the woods still have that that winter feel. As I mentioned, it's it's a mix of of greys and browns. The beech still cling to their leaves from last year. That's a kind of a copperiness to the midstory. A suggestion of green in the ground. There was there was the running cedar from earlier. There are also, I've seen some crane fly orchid leaves. No blooms. Those generally come a little later. Um what else? I've seen some. wild ginger, which you tend to see throughout the year. And I'm seeing, seeing some honeysuckle. Again, a later bloomer. What else? Well, I don't see any trout release yet. But I do have a good feeling about this. I was out yesterday. Yesterday it was much cooler. It was around 50. Although that's has been warm for um, this winter. It was sunny, and I had a hope that I might see a spring wildflower or two. I am seeing more leaves, though, for the trout lily. That is so encouraging. I have to admit, I'm cherry picking a little bit here, too. Eno River Association, which is the friends group that basically has made this park possible. And they have proclaimed this the best spot for wildflower viewing in the entire state park. This park, I think it's about 4,000 acres, 4,000 linear acres along the Eno, which is a river that runs for about 33 miles. didn't run for 33 miles. The city of Durham in the 1960s was contemplating damming the river and making this a water supply for the city of Durham. Grassroots efforts sprung up. They battled the effort for a couple of years. They defeated it. The city decided to go elsewhere. And from that effort grew the Eno River Association. Which is one of the more active uh, nonprofit land trusts that you'll find and again they, they played a key role in putting this park together. they buy land when it becomes available they hang on to it until the state can come up with the money to purchase the land. generally that's what happens and then the land becomes of the state park. That part where I live is uh, adjacent to another state park. <gasps> Pardon me while I collect myself, but I've seen my first spring beauty, and isn't it? Oh my gosh! Words really not are not <laughs> are not coming to me, but they really can't describe how incredible this one this one is they have five leaves the leaves can be different slightly different colors some of them can have more of a pinkish hue this one is white this one is reaching to the sky they're like little little um, satellite dishes but instead of pulling down ancient episodes of love boat they're pulling of the year, and they're trying to soak up as much sun as they can before the canopy up above fills out, and these big hardwoods, these big bully hardwoods, take up all the sun. But there it is. It's by the side of the trail. It's just gorgeous, and usually, once you see one, you start to see See more in the immediate vicinity. I don't see any right now, but I'm gonna keep looking. I have veered off script and am taking an old roadbed, which is another one of the joys of exploring this part of the country. Old roadbeds are everywhere, and frankly, like right now, because everything else is so wet these were built with the intention of being reliable and um, being passable as much of the year as possible, they tend to shed water a lot better. Unfortunately, this roadbed, I've just discovered, ends in someone's backyard, as is the case with some of these urban areas, but it's been a nice little diversion, maybe a quarter of a mile. Took me up the road, took me up over a creek, which is yet another creek that I may go down and explore. It's taken me away from the crowds that have come out to explore the beginning of spring, which <coughs> are bigger crowds than I was expecting for a Wednesday afternoon. But hey, you know, it's good to see people out. I've seen a lot of kids, I've seen moms with their kids, a uh, dad with three kids. small draw. I know I'm just one ridge over from the trail and I think I may just go down to this creek and climb back up the other side. It's It looks fairly manageable and I'm pretty sure this is still part of the state park. I think the gate that's up ahead <clears throat> is the gate that marks the beginning of the state park. So we'll go down. And do a little rock hopping down here. So I've come up out of that draw. and I'm up onto a little bit of a plateau. There's still a little bit of a slope to it, but I got to drop a wavemark or a waypoint here. This is a prime spot to hit when summer comes when the trees have leafed out. a lot of big hardwoods here. A lot of good hammock opportunities. And I would bet it's maybe a five minute walk from the car, but you wouldn't know it's here because it's not along the trail and you've got to climb over a ridge to get here. But all kinds of opportunity for just coming up, up here to a pace that's pretty popular and being able to get away from people. Ideal. Love finding a spot like this. this though is is just perfect and spring there are so many days like this so many days to come and that's why this time of year i think you really need to capitalize even if it's just to get out for an hour in the middle of the week and see what's coming out see what's see what's happening you need to do it well that was a heck of a hike 68 degrees right now I'm wearing shorts I'm wearing a t-shirt I saw a spring beauty I saw trout lily leaves I even sweating I don't think there's much more than you can expect on a day when temperatures in the 70s well it's not in the 70s it's 68 and, and the urge to get out overwhelms the need to work. So I'm going to close my eyes, keep that feeling of the sun on my face, the wind washing over me, even that slight little paste of sweat, and keep that with me until the next 70-degree day, the next day of spring, the next chance to get out, That's our show for this week. I hope you liked it and that you'll be back. In the meantime, a reminder that the Get Hiking Southeast podcast is a part of the Get Hiking and Get Backpacking universe, where instead of just telling you about great places to go, we take you there. Coming up, we have a backpack trip to Linville Board for the weekend of March 12th to 14th that has sold out. In April, we've scheduled our first Get Backpacking going solo backpacking class in the Wilson Creek area of the Pisgah National Forest. We camp together on Friday night, take a day hike Saturday, then split up for an evening of supervised solo backpacking. And by that I mean, while you're on your own, we are never far away. Solo backpacking with a backup. That class is the weekend of April 9th through 11th. If you're not a backpacker, but would like to be, we have two Get Backpacking, Intro to Backpacking classes this spring. Both classes include a day of training. One class meets in the Triangle area, the other at Morrill Mountain State Park, and a weekend graduation trip to North Carolina's South Mountain State Park. If you live in the Triangle Triad areas of North Carolina, we have several hiking series that are starting up including our Sunday hike series that visits different trails in the triangle for hikes of 5 to 7 miles, that's from March into May. That series is offered both in the mornings and in the afternoons and includes 11 hikes. We also have a Tuesday evening hike series that runs March through May with after-work hikes of 3 miles on different trails. There are 8 hikes in that series. You can learn more about these adventures and everything else we do GetGoingNC.com, click on Explore with Us.